What are our five senses? You can just call them out. Touch. Yep. Feel. Sight. Sight. Taste. Sorry. Taste. 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 Yes. Smell. Hearing. Hearing. Thank you. We've got the five senses very, very quickly. Living out our faith involves all of our senses. And Jesus gave us the lead on this when he asked his followers to do two things. Well, he didn't ask. These are two commandments that Jesus gave. One was to baptize. So baptism, the sign of belonging as a follower of Jesus, is done with the feel of water, which Eliot's just experienced. One commandment was baptism. The other was to share in bread and wine. So then the sense of touching the bread and the cup and the sense of tasting the bread and the wine. Of course, we use our sense of hearing in worship, not least in the important role of music in our worship. And churches are often places where there is much to see. There's a design of a building that is unlike any other that we, we go into. But today, I want to think about that fifth sense, and that's the sense of smell. So we're going to be thinking about words like fragrance and aroma and perfume. Aromas often have very strong associations for us, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Smells evoke strong memories. Think for a moment, what are some of the favorite smells that you have? Can we name a few? Flowers. Flowers, the scent of flowers. Any other favorite smells? Chocolate, yes. There may be other food things. Come on. But, yeah, bacon. Sorry to the vegans who are here. The smell of... Sorry? Burnt petrol from go-karts, because that's about fun, yeah? Is that the smell of, smell of fun? <laughs> I thought about things like the smell of a newborn baby. You know that smell around the back of their neck? Smell of Christmas, yeah? All sorts of smells. Smell of newly mown grass. I think as, as the morning goes on, I hope for you, you'll start thinking about lots and lots of other lovely aromas. We're going to take a moment just to see how good we are at naming aromas. I need four volunteers who, four volunteers who don't, okay, who don't mind being blindfolded. Jane, do you want to take the blindfold? Okay, out you come. Yeah, and out you come. Do we have one more volunteer? Yeah, out you come. Great. Who's first? You first, Tim. Okay. We're going to be um, testing their... Can you see anything? ...sense of smell. I'll give you a clue. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's a fruit. Okay. Wait, smell it. Smell put, it. Put your head into that. Can you smell anything? Mm, is it dried fruit? Or... No, it's not it's dried okay. fruit. It's there right, you go. Right it's in nose. front of your nose now. Hmm. Can you get it? 
It's quite hard, actually, when you can't see even things that we think have a strong aroma. Let's try it another bit. Is it, is it? Clue, it's a citrusy fruit. Yellow. Yellow, yeah. Peach? Not quite a peach. Do you want to take your blindfold off and have a look? Is it apricot though? Keep going. Oh, lemon. It's well, a lemon. It's on. Okay, so that's, that's our first one. Are you ready? Yeah, go for it. See how you get on. Thanks very much, Tim. Brilliant. As you'd have seen, it's not... Not as easy as Not as easy as you think it might be. So, let me hold this up to your nose. What can you smell? Uh, banana? Very good. Round of applause. Well done. Are you ready? You alright, Michelle? Can you get that one? Is it a peach? Round of applause. Yes, it is. Okay. Let's, are you going to have a go? Is that all right? We put two blindfolds on. Do you both want yeah, to have a bit of a would go? Would you like a go? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Put that on there. Is that a good boy? What's okay. It? Don't say it straight away because there's two of you trying to do this. What can so you smell? Just think about it. Don't say anything. Wait, wait, wait. Do you think you might know what that is? Uh, wait, wait, we haven't wait. got it. Do you want to hold those and I'll... Yeah, have another, have a, a really big sniff. Sniff, sniff, sniff. What do you think that is? Strawberry. What do you Did think you it is? It's strawberry. It, it is strawberries. So, round of applause for all of you. Well and done. I think what we Thank learned you. was how Thank difficult you. it is to smell a lemon. <laughs> you can't see what it is. Give Tim a clap as well. Okay. There we go. Well done. You're a star. Well done. Thank you. You'll find out why we've done that in just a minute, but we're now going to hear... I'm making Jane work really it's hard all right. now. It's all we're fine. now going to hear um, some verses from the Bible, and um, Jane's going to do a sword drill, which I gather is what you've been doing well, for we, the last few we, weeks. We, we, did it, we did it the week that David Wadsworth was leading the service. So when you see that symbol, I need everybody to take their Bible and put it up in the air like a sword, OK? And then... I'm going to give you a countdown, five, four, three, two, one. And then on the screen behind me will be our first reading. And I want you all to see how quickly you can get to that first reading. Is that okay? And then put your hand up when you found it. And I'll bring the microphone over. And if you're willing, you perhaps give, it a, give us a reading. Are you ready? Five, four, three, two, one, go. No, put it back. They need it back. That's it. You've got it. Well done, you've got it. Okay, right. Okay, Iona. Hang on just a minute. There you go. But thanks be to God who always leads us as captives in Christ. Hang on, start, start again. Can we have that one on? Is it muted? Yeah. No. Okay. Right. But thanks be to God, who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession, and uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are to God the, the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved, and those who are perishing. To the one we are aroma that brings death, to the other an aroma that brings life. And who is equal to such a task? Unlike so many, we do not peddle the word of God for profit, on the contrary, in Christ we speak before God with sincerity as those sent from God. 
Thank you. Excellent. Okay, next one. Sword drop. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Who's got it? You've got it. Over here. Over here. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thank you. I did a terrible calculation while you were doing that, and the first children that I ever did sword drill with must now be in their 50s. It's <laughs> a real worry. The so Matthew reading we, we just heard uh, reminds us that, like the candle that we've just given to Elliot, we are to be the light of Christ. We're to let that light shine through us, to be light in the world. But I want to focus, because I said we were focusing on aromas, on that first reading. Paul writes to the Corinthians, we are to God the aroma of Christ. Through us, God spreads in every place the fragrance that comes from knowing him. As the smoke with its aroma arose from the sacrifices of Old Testament times, so amazingly we are experienced as the smoke that rises to God from Jesus' sacrifice for us. We carry the aroma of Christ. As Christians, we carry something with us that lets others know of God's love for them. Now, I first heard these words on a day when I was very cross with someone. It takes a lot to make me really cross, but I had really worked up ahead of steam on this one. I knew that one of my children was being treated unfairly and it was time to put things right. I was due to see the person that I was cross with in the early afternoon that day and I was going to tell this person just where she was going wrong and what she was doing to my child. But first, in the morning, I went to a course that I was attending. It was a course all about listening. It was the first time I'd thought really carefully about listening and listening well. Listening to God, listening to others, listening to myself. This course was making a huge difference to me. It was literally life-changing. And that day, that morning, as we began, we started with a time of stillness and a meditation on a piece of scripture. And someone read those words. We are the aroma of Christ. Through us, God spreads in every place the fragrance that comes from knowing him. How could I hear those words and then go and verbally attack this person? God had pulled me up very short with this verse. Perhaps I was learning to listen to God in scripture. And I was able to go that afternoon and by the grace of God, say to this person, 
How can we work together to put right what's going wrong? And that verse has stayed with me ever since. And it is a delight for me to share it with you this morning. We are the aroma of Christ. Through us, God spreads in every place the fragrance that comes from knowing him. So what does that mean for us? What does it mean for us as individuals? What does it mean for us as a church? What does it mean to be the aroma of Christ? Well, we began by smelling fruit. In the Bible, we hear of a different kind of fruit, the fruit of the Spirit. And Ian is going to come and read to us about the fruit of the Spirit. Thanks be to God, who always leads us captive Oops. in Christ's triumphant procession and uses us. That's the Corinthians That's one, the Galatians one, isn't it? I've thrown it away. You've thrown it away? Yeah. <laughs> I, do, do you mind having a go? I know it's a small print. Yeah. Excuse me. Tell you what. Don't grow old, it's not good. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. <laughs> I should actually say it by heart, really. Mm. It comes differently in each one. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, grace, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. Let me read it again. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Thank you. Against yeah. such there is no law. Thank you. So, as we identified the, the, the fruit with its smell, as Christians, I guess that we should smell of the fruit of the Spirit, of love, joy, peace, wherever we are. How is this going to happen? What does it mean to smell of love? Well, anybody here like poetry? Yeah, a few people, I think. And you have to do poetry at school, come on, yeah? We'll make you like poetry. <laughs> Let's think just for a moment in poetic terms so that we can describe some of the fruit of the spirit, describe what they smell like. So again, use your memories of smells, use your imagination. What does love smell like to you? Can anybody come up? What? White linen. Ah, oh, the lovely smell of, of clean sheets. No? White, white linen perfume. I'm with you. Absolutely. That's lovely. That is, is really lovely. Has anybody else got one? Yeah. 
Okay. So, hand cream. Your mum's hand cream, although she did tough things with her hands, keeping her hands soft. And that, I should imagine, every time you near Nivea, that's what, that's what comes to mind. Thinking of the smell of love. Funnily enough, I'd got um, the perfume that, that my grandmother always wore. And, and back to that newborn baby smell. That's the smell of love. What about joy? What does joy smell like? Freshly baked cakes when you get in from school. Freshly baked cakes when you get in from school. Yep. Hot pine trees by the beach. Beautiful. Joy. Yes. I'm hoping that just by putting these questions now, though there may not be immediate answers, I'm hoping that as you sit eating your lunch today, you're going to think about what does love smell like? What does joy smell like? What does peace smell like? I'd got a log fire. I'd got freshly washed sheets. Bath bubbles. I put church as well. And you could have that for any of these. So take a bit of time to think about these. And somehow, we're not going to smell like those things in practical terms. But as the characteristics of the fruit of the Spirit, by God's grace, grow in us, so we will carry the aroma of Christ with us more and more strongly. We'll take love, joy, peace into our school, our work, our family, our community. The presence of Christ will smell like the people of Camborne Church. One final thing about aromas, that is, they hang around. Great if it's a nice smell, not so good if it's not. But I remember a time when I was feeling quite low in, my, in myself, quite fragile, and Christian friends would come and visit me. And when they left the aroma of Christ remained. The visit went on far longer than the presence of the people. And then I took on the role of visiting those who were too frail and elderly to get to church. And I knew, again, by the grace of God, that that was what was happening. I might be with them for an hour, but the aroma of Christ lingered much longer. So as Christians, wherever you go, the fragrance of Christ goes with you. And that's a joy, not a burden. A fragrance is a very light thing to carry. But it's a joy that carries with it a responsibility. Because to do this, we need to know the one whose aroma we carry. And that takes us back to being committed to following Jesus, being committed to grow in our faith, being committed to reading our Bibles and letting what we read change us. And we need to know all about Jesus. We need to know his heritage as well, which are the Hebrew scriptures, the Old Testament. We need to be faithful in prayer and worship, gathering together. We need to be faithful in asking questions about our faith and seeking answers. God isn't afraid of our questions but he is hampered by our unwillingness to go deeper in our faith. If we're committed to growing in faith, then the aroma of Christ that we carry with us will grow stronger and stronger. And that's God's work in us.
We need to know we're not doing it alone. Together, we are the fragrance of Christ in this world.